Yo, what's up, everybody? Special bonus episode of the High on Infinity podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob, and today we got a very special episode for you. I'm joined by my very good friend and the creator of Stash House Podcast, Tower, to talk some NBA basketball. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jacob here from the Highland Infinity Podcast. This is the podcast usually dedicated to sports and nerd culture, but today we have a very special bonus episode. We're talking NBA basketball, and I'm joined by a special guest, good friend of mine, and from the Stash House Podcast, my boy Tower. How you doing today, man? What's good, man? How you doing? Doing great, man. How's life? Great, great, great vibes, great energy, great, good health for the most part. Yep. I can't complain. Yeah, but also, you know, first and foremost, thank you for joining us. Most definitely, most definitely. Thank you, thank you. Good to have good friends on the podcast. And we fixed the audio, so we sound good. It don't sound like I'm here, and then yeah. Tower's 15 feet away <laughs> talking into a mic. But, yes, let's get down to business. We're here to talk about some NBA basketball, the NBA season. Is this upcoming Tuesday? Recording this on a Saturday, but the episode is going to be out Monday for you, the viewers. We're back to some sense of normalcy in the NBA. Back to a full 82 game schedule. Back to full crowd. So, Tower, how you feeling about the upcoming NBA season? I'm excited, very excited. Coming off the ending of last year with the playoffs, like you said, having the fans back. I think that's number one. I think you know, saying like we talked about the bubble a while back. But having that energy of the crowd in the arena brings a different type of energy, of course. Uh, players, of course, different players coming back from injury. Tons of uh, moves throughout the offseason. I think it's going to be a very entertaining year, and I'm ready for it. Oh, yeah, me too, man, me too. And we saw a little bit of that crowd actually back when the NBA Finals. I know there wasn't full capacity, but it was probably like 80. It definitely felt like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. actually <laughs> like a true yeah. NBA Finals Um. A couple things happened during the offseason. First off, do you want to address the elephant in the room about Kyrie now or wait till we talk about the Nets? No, it's up to you, man. Oh, my bad. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. We'll just, we'll just wait till we talk about the Nets. Yeah. But now let's get to the on-court action. First, we had the defending champs, the Milwaukee Bucks, a surprise team that won it last year. I wonder how many people chose the Bucks to win outside the city of Milwaukee. Right. Of course, you already know when the NBA season comes about a new champ. Are they going to go back to back? So, in your opinion, do do you think the Bucks, like on a scale of one to ten, how confident you are on the Bucks repeating? Well, yesterday I saw videos going around. Of course, it was the preseason game, but I saw videos of Giannis shooting mid range. My boy Giannis got the jumper now. <laughs> so, if that's any implication, I think they're going to have a great year. I'm not going to say repeat just yet because you know different things play into that fatigue, injuries, and all that. But I think they got a great chance, man. You know how I feel about Giannis' game. I, I'm i not going to say I don't enjoy it. It's just a tough watch. Like, when he dominates, he dominates. But when he dominates but it's not the prettiest, it's hard to watch. So, but, about when he just dribbles it up, yeah, he drives it. Yeah, so with that game, but I think that entire team, it kind of reminds me of how the uh, Kansas City Chiefs were. Like, you had that momentum a couple of years, you fall short, but then you finally break through. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it puts me in the mind of that. But I think they're going to have a great year, depending on everything that happens in the league. But, I mean, they got a chance. You're coming off, you know, championship uh, championship run. You got, I'm, I'm not sure what, top five, top ten, whatever. But you got a great player in Giannis, two-time MVP, NBA Finals, NBA Finals MVP. You got a shot. It's just, you know, early in the season. It's hard to give a prediction on the books yet, but they got a shot. Yeah, my, they got a shot. Yeah, for what I see, they haven't. I think besides PJ Tucker, they brought everybody back. Or yeah. I know they got Corsianis, Middleton, True Holiday. Um, I'm gonna say his brother. I'm gonna say his brother. You have a uh, named Dante Divincenzo. He was hurt. I think I heard the first round mm-hmm. came back. They they got everything you need. They got your star. You got your I guess your second star. They got their big three and they got their role players. Right. Usually that. Make, you know, we haven't seen the past few years that leads to success. And um, other the other team in the NBA Finals, the Phoenix Suns, one of the surprise teams you could say from last year. Unfortunately, they knocked off our Lakers yep. in the first round. So, how you feel about how you feel about them? What do you think they can make it back to the finals? Uh, it was a great coming out party for them <laughs> last year. I'll say, like I said, same thing going back. I hate to compare sports, but kind of like how 
the Tennessee Titans were in the NFL. Okay, yeah, they're having a great year. They're in the playoffs, but they haven't been here before. You know, I think a lot of people were happy to see Devin Booker really get the light that he's been deserving. Oh, yeah. Of course, Chris Paul. I wanted Chris Paul to get a ring. One, I feel if you beat my team in the playoffs to advance, you better win the championship. Oh, yeah, because you're like, yeah. we lost to the team to beat us. Yeah, we so. lost to the team to beat us. So, uh, and, of course, Chris Paul still has yet to get that ring. Uh, yeah, with, every, get- with everything going in the West, with, like, I guess we're going to talk about with Clay coming back, Luka, a lot of things going in the West. Of course, our Lakers with the changes they've had, it's going to be tough. Like, the Western Conference is going to be tough for the Suns. I'm waiting to see what they do. Uh, Devin Booker coming off his playoff run, waiting to see what he do. Chris Paul, his first time in the finals, waiting to see how he come back from that. Now he got the feeling, finally has the feeling of being in the finals. Oh, yeah. Waiting to see how he uh, reacts to that. And I think they just need to work on getting the pieces. I saw something about the center. Uh, Aiden. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with him. I think they declined his extension or something. I'm not sure. I don't know they saw Giannis put 50 on. They're like, I don't yeah, know about this. Yeah, <laughs> so it's one of those situations. So, interesting to see how the Suns um, shake back from the NBA Finals loss. Yeah, I think, of course, we'll talk about playoff teams later. I think they're yeah. a playoff team where we don't know, but yeah. now we have a fully healthy West, but I think the Suns are going to stick around. I feel like Chris Paul is going to stay in Phoenix till he retires. Same thing with LeBron. He's not a spring chicken. Yeah. So, yeah. we're going to see how that goes. Another, another, a couple more surprise teams in the NBA last year. We saw the Hawks and the Knicks just burst onto the scene. How do feel about their chances of, you know, repeating that success this uh, season? With those two, that was probably easily my favorite um, series. series. Just the energy around whether it was a good game, great game, bad game. The energy of the crowd, especially in New York, I think that kind of gave that advantage, in my opinion, as my favorite series. I enjoy, you know how I feel about Atlanta teams. I'm not a diehard Atlanta team, any Atlanta team fan, but I want them to succeed because Atlanta just up the street from us. Yeah, it's good to see the local teams do Yeah, good. you know what I'm saying, especially with the history of Georgia team oh, yeah. period. So, but same, like I said with Phoenix, wait and see how they respond. they both young teams. Trey Young coming to his own. I like how he's the he's the small guy, but he's been playing small his whole life, so he knows how to react to different defenses and everything. John Collins, me and my coworkers was talking about him during that series actually about his contract. Should they keep him? Should they find some? They can probably find two players to possibly replace what he brings. But of course, he's still with the team. The Knicks, Julius Randle, he got us. He got to step up that series. They, I don't say it left a bad taste in people's mouth, but it was like, well, we didn't expect you to play this off. Oh, yeah. With Trey Young going crazy, we didn't expect Julius Randle to play that off. So, I think he has a lot more to prove to that fan base, definitely in New York. But uh, with both teams, I think they'll be in the mix. Like you said, they both just popped on the scene. I think, what, fourth and fifth? Yeah, fourth and fifth. Yeah, fourth and fifth seed last year. So, they'll definitely be in the mix this year. But like you said before, exactly where in the rankings they'll be, I can't call that right now. But they'll definitely be in the mix. Yeah, with me, yeah, with the Hawks, as me being selfish, when the Hawks do good, it means the tickets will be more expensive. Exactly. (laughs) So that's the only bad part about the Hawks doing good. Yeah, I think with the Hawks, yeah, to my knowledge, they they didn't lose nobody. But I think they bring in most of their team back. Of course, you got Trey Young, John Collins. I want to say Lou Williams is back there. Lou Williams, I think so. Uh, Quinn Capella, I think Herter is the other guy's name. And they had that guy from Duke, I think his name was Reddish. He, you know, he missed a good part of the season, but then he came back and Yeah, Cam Reddish, yeah, yeah, he was out. And the Knicks, of course, you know, they got Julius Randle, former Waker. Who else got to mention a former Waker? Yeah. Um, I think I think I think a lot of people, you know, when uh we'll get to the Wakers later, but now like people are like, every time they see a former Waker do good, they're like, Man, why y'all gave them away? He's like, Well They were young for one yeah. with us. Well Ingram, you know, you are on the team with LeBron, you you're not gonna I want to say you're not going to shine, but you're not going to have your full potential because everything's yeah. going to be on him. And with Randall, he left when LeBron signed because of what you know, like all these forwards. You know, someone's going to be the odd man out. So he went to New Orleans. They, they did okay in New Orleans. Now he found a home in New York. But yeah, I think I think the Knicks are good. They got Randall, uh, Kimba. Forgot Kimba signed with them. Yes, and of I course, totally forgot about it. yeah, I thought he was still with the Celtics. Yeah, we'll talk about the Celtics, but they. That's a whole other situation. Yeah, and uh, I want to say, of course, Derrick Rose. He, I think. Yeah, it's always know. good to see him. Yeah, do good. Yeah, 
That's a Christmas Day game, right? Atlanta. Is it Christmas Day or opening day? Christmas. Uh, I don't know. Atlanta, I, think, I think Christmas Day. Atlanta versus the Knicks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas Day. So, yeah, it's always good to see Derrick Rose and the comeback from where he came from. And right. speaking of coming back from catastrophic injuries, the Warriors are going to be healthy for the first time since the NBA Finals in 2019. It's Toronto. Of course, you know, they lost to the Toronto. Then next year, K, or the offseason, KDUF. Quay got hurt. Steph got hurt. They sucked. Yeah. <laughs> they got Wiseman. I count playing games as making the playoff because to me, we think about it logically. You can play in the playing game and you can win the title from there. So I count, I count playing games as making the playoffs. They made the playoffs last year. How you feel about that? I like it, but I feel like it should only. I feel like it only should happen maybe if it's like a half game, one game difference. It t- yeah, to me, it's like. If it's like a five game difference, we don't need yeah, no play. To me, Along with the Lakers ain't playing, and I'm all in for the yeah. playing game. Yeah. But because uh, we think about it, they have 82 games. Like logically thinking, if you're in the eight seed at the end of 82 games, you should be in the playoff. Yeah. And if I'm a fan of that team, or I'm on the team, like, hey man, we put all these damn games. We won. We beat the nine seed. What's it? We beat them three out of four times. Why we should play them again for the playoffs? But I always thought they're just doing it to recoup the money from yeah. COVID. But yeah. Looks like the playing games here to stay for the foreseeable future. You know, Adam Silver is one of those progressive thinkers when it comes to the NBA. But yeah, but to the Warriors, man, I think the Warriors gonna be back fully healthy. I that's one thing about I think since I've been locked in with basketball throughout the years that I've really hated the fact that injuries have really shifted a lot of things. Whether it's trades, free agent signings, of course, playoffs. Injuries always play a role in the sport, but seeing Clay come back, that's going to be dope to see. We know how we talk about Clay on Twitter and all that, how he just be chilling. Like, you you see him take pictures, he's just on a boat or something. Oh, yeah. So, he's just an all-around good guy. I feel like if – because me, when the Warriors on their run, I wasn't one of the people that hated the Warriors. Like, I enjoyed seeing the Bay Area go crazy with Steph and Clay went crazy. Of course, when KD came, of course they're going to be the villains then. But oh yeah, I think a lot of people still say, "Okay, we feel this way about KD, Draymond, possibly Steph, but Clay's the cool one." Yeah, Clay. Yeah, like, Clay's think, the cool. Yeah, one. he's one of the like universally loved people in NBA. Like, I don't, I don't find no. Of course, there could be some out there. You got to dig, but on the yeah. surface, I don't see no Clay hate when it comes to the Warriors. Because of course, yeah. he said KD got it, Draymond got it, Steph got it to a certain extent. You know, yeah. depending on you know. Where we just allows on the fan base, but Clay was usually like, "Oh, you know, he's cool people." Yeah, so that's gonna be dope. Uh, of course, Steph is gonna be Steph. Draymond's gonna be Draymond, even though it doesn't look the same now that it did a couple years ago. But Draymond's gonna be Draymond, and they just gotta pick the pieces to surround those players with. Of course, you can't get a KD type of player, but you can get some guys that can, you know, of course, shoot. Some guys that can go in the paint, get rebounds, of course. So that's gonna be key. Um, is Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, yeah, he got he's vaccinated. He's he's ready to play. I saw, I saw a joke that was like, I, I, I bet they hoping he doesn't get vaccinated so they, <laughs> so they can see him out. But he has potential. I, mean, I just think he just one of those guys that ever since that when I think what LeBron went back to Cle- uh, Cleveland. Yeah, he was he was drafted by Cleveland. Then LeBron was like, Hey, I'm coming back. So I like, think that probably kind of hurt his one hurt his ego because you know you're a top player, top draft pick, of course. So I think he just got to rebound from that. But being around Steph, Clay, Draymond. The way you know, watching different interviews with those guys, I feel like they'll get him prepared and ready because it's going to be different now that Clay back. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying I, I pray and hope that he stays back. That's oh, yeah. what every player in the league I hate. That's one thing I always hate about the NBA when it came out to playoffs or whatever. Those injuries, like I, I hate seeing that. And it doesn't be like no one two week injury. It'd be like no, nah, he's definitely not coming back. So it's like uh. yeah, and yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt and then coming back and he got hurt again. Yeah. The two major injuries, Achilles and ACL, probably the two worst injuries you can get yeah. in sports. And I saw one thing on Twitter. It was crazy. Like, you know, of course, it was like Clay's coming back. And it was like the last time Clay played an NBA game, it had like Anthony Davis in the New Orleans jersey. Yeah. It was like Jimmy Bower was in a, a Sixers jersey and Chris Paul was in the Rockets jersey. Like, damn, yes. it's been that long? It ain't really been that long, but a lot of stuff in the NBA has changed. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you essentially had two NBA seasons within yeah. the last 16 months. Yeah. We kind of yep, bubble and every yep. Yeah, it's crazy, but I think the Warriors are a dark horse yep. title contender. We got some other dark horse title contender teams like the we got the Sixers. You know they have their 
They have Man, what is going on? Their situation. Ben Simmons at first off just said fuck going to work. <laughs> but fam, you are a paid basketball player. Get get in the gym and work on it. <laughs> like everybody if everybody's telling you, hey man, we're not saying this is gonna completely make you a better player, but you might just want to try this. It doesn't have to be Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, but you can give me some Anthony Davis mid-range shots. You know what I'm saying? Like at least, like you said with Giannis, at least he tried. Yeah, well, Giannis. At least the possibility a person got to at least think about. It. Okay, he may can hit it. He may not. I think LeBron in that same bubble. I think people still give LeBron a little bit of space. You can shoot it. You got to. It's re- a 50-50. You got to respect it. Yeah, it's a 50-50. only part about LeBron. Granted, I like it when it goes in. Yeah, but sometimes. With him, he sees a couple going. He's like, oh shit, I'm Steph Curry yeah, now. Yeah, I can pull up. I like, know, yeah. man. Like just drive down, drive down to the to the hole, get your little mid range going on. And that's what they were saying about Ben Simmons. Even when he came in the league, yo, this guy got the chance of being LeBron. So you see how LeBron goes out here shoot, but you know he got the the wisdom. Like man, I could just take this in the paint, get a foul, get an and one. And I think that's the only thing Ben Simmons missing. I think him and MB can work if he just spreads the ball out. Even MB goes out. Yeah. And shoot here. And I personally there. think he goes out too much, but yeah, yeah, get a little trigger happy. But yeah, usually with me, it's like when a player requests a trade. To me, that kind of like it's, it's like an awkward over. situation. It's over, it's over at that point. Like your teammates, when your teammates know you don't want to be here, so yeah. The chemistry is not going to always be there. So to me, they're always going to side on him. Like they're like, yeah, you know, we're we're getting along now, but you know, deep down inside, like you really don't want to be here playing yeah. with. I think Danny Green said, uh, former Laker, Danny Green said again, he was like, hey, man, you know, just, he basically said, just come to work. I know if you're not just happy, come. just come to work. Just come, man. That's going to ruin because throughout the week, I was seeing people saying, you know, the trade, Kyrie, Ben Simmons. <laughs> but trade problem for problem. <laughs> yeah. And then my the thing is, well, even if that was the case, I always remember it being a team saying, yo, we're not going to trade. One of our best guys to one of our competition. Oh, yeah, you trade to a suck ass team. Yeah, a suck team or a team out west or something at least. But I'm not going to trade somebody from Philly to Boston. We're going to play each other about four times a year. Oh, yeah. I feel like every time I turn on ESPN during the basketball season, it's uh, Celtics versus Sixers on. Yeah, I always thought about <laughs> I, always, I always thought about that. Like, if a player requests a trade, well, I'm going to send you to the team you want to go to. I'm yeah. going to send you to <laughs> Orlando, Orlando <laughs> yeah. the Cavaliers. Yeah, I'm not going to see you to. A team we got to play multiple times in the regular season. Yeah, because that's what I thought about James Harden. But James Harden had a trade clause. Basically, he can. I don't want to go there. I want to go here. So they had to. Uh, yeah, I think I think James Harden got a, tra- a no trade clause. Hmm. Yeah, so I was like, why are you gonna send him to Brooklyn? I will send his ass to the Magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against them. Well, the Magic ain't been it for the past few years. That's yeah. they're the easy punching bag to go to. We think of a suck team in the NBA. Oh, the Magic. Yeah, but Ben Simmons, yeah, just go to work, man. Like, just get your agent on the job for one. I mean, you ain't supposed to even be saying all that. Get your agent. Your agent, that's your team is supposed to handle all this. Yeah, but gut feeling, do you think Ben Simmons is going to play with the Sixers for this whole year? Nah. Nah, not with Doc there, nah. Because as soon as he showed any sense of, I don't want to be here on the court. Now, he come on the court and he just busts out a quick mid-range, six points from mid-range. I'm be like, oh, maybe Ben Simmons just playing, y'all. Maybe, but... Uh-huh. To me, if he shoots and misses, I'm like, oh, okay, he's trying. Yeah, but if they show that they can do it without him, <clears throat> I feel like they'll find some kind of some type of trade, whether it just be some good role players or something. But it's not going to be for Kyrie Irving, I guarantee you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned the next thing we're going to talk about. You mentioned it briefly, the Celtics. Celtics, you could say they kind of had a disappointing year. They got the talent to be a top team, but it's yeah. all about putting it together. Of course, you know. It was supposed to be Kyrie leading the charge, but now you got the young guns. You got Tatum. You got Brown. I, I, I think you count Marcus Smart as a young gun. Sort of. He's been around. He's been around. And they got – they lost Kimba. And they, they added – I think they had Al Horford back after Al Horford wanted out. So, that's awkward right there. But yeah. what do you think about the Sixers leading in? One, they need to stop getting injury-prone players. <laughs> that's one. Whether you make a trade or a sign for it, just don't get nobody where they just be like, well, he has a history of whatever, whatever. That's one. Work with the young core. You got Tatum. You got Brown. Get a good big man. Not no middle size, but good big man for re- for point, for rebounding. I still believe in that, having a big man in the paint for rebound. I don't care if it's 
just to get a rebound and kick it back out, reset, whatever. Like a true five. Yeah, I still believe in that. I wish, you know, drumming could have worked out for us, but. But we got, uh, we'll get, we get that one, yeah, get to we the Lakers. But just get you a good bit, man. And like I said, you got a young core, so of course during playoffs is going to change. But for the past few, few years, I think ever since that Isaiah Thomas Kyrie trade, he's just been head scratching for the Celtics, I feel Oh, like. yeah, even, I always thought going to Hayward should have stayed in Utah. Yeah. That's just me. Like, even that was like, well, that didn't pan out. Yeah, you. Kyrie didn't Yeah, you're, like you're too. I never understood Kimba, honestly. Oh, maybe just wanted to. I don't want to call. I don't, don't want to call Kimba great value, Kyrie, but a Kyrie esque <laughs> type player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like we think about it, three of their Star Wars or big contract guys are not there no more. Exactly. That's what within the past four years now. I think 2017. Yeah, and you got Brad Brad Stevens. He he went from a coach to. a He's not the GM. He's in charge of something. Yeah. A uh, yeah. front office position. And they got a new coach. I've forgotten her name. I just know he's married to Nia Wong. That's how I knew. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. we'll eventually get his name yeah, when the season starts. And you said uh, you like true big men. Next yeah. team got, I, I think, the best center in the league. And uh, Nikola Jokic, the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Of course, he, he won an MVP out of nowhere. Yeah. You could say, oh, we know LeBron got hurt, James Harden got hurt. End of the day, he won. Yeah, you look 50 years from now, 2020 MVP, Nikola Jokic. There's been a few of those throughout the past years where you just look back and be like, well, how you? Yeah, I think uh, first center since Shaq to win MVP. Yeah. And I don't know his MVP odds this year. Pretty sure they're not as good. <laughs> they're not good. But yeah. they did, uh, you know, they got swept by the Suns. You could say, you know, like I said, injury, they walked that. They didn't have Jamal Murray. You know, but in the day they got swept. Yeah, you gotta give me at least one. <laughs> yeah, you but me, you the MVP of the league. You gotta give me at least one. Yeah, but they're back healthy now. A lot of them think you know. Besides the two LA teams, have a good chance of going to the finals. We're thinking about the Nuggets. Uh, one, the Nuggets come on too late, so I rarely watch their games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I rarely watch their games, but like I said again, man, they'll be in the mix. You got an NBA MVP. Definitely got to bounce back from getting swept in the playoffs from the Suns. Uh, I think a lot of people were saying, okay, there's a team that had a bunch. One of those teams that has a bunch of great role players, but then uh, Jokic came out as the top guy, of course, oh, yeah. MVP. So now I believe they got that identity. Like, okay, we're not just a bunch of role players. We're some great players. We got a great star, star uh, talent. Let's make it work. And like I said, I rarely watch their games, so I don't know how they actually play to that point of really breaking them down, but they definitely got to bounce back. And yeah, they do got some good players. Of course, you got yeah. Jokic, Jamal Murray, yeah. Michael Porter and Jr. That injury played a, a, a huge role. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I see that. You got Michael Porter Jr. He was supposed to be a top pick, but he got hurt in college. That kind of, he fell down. Mm-hmm. You got, I always get the Nuggets roster and the Jazz roster confused. I'm yeah. like, they got Jordan <laughs> Clarkson. I'm like, no, they don't. He yeah. played for the Jazz. Yeah. But yeah, they, they got the players. Then you got to just, you know, put it all together. Of course, I think Aaron Gordon re-signed with them, too, so they got him. They got the, the makings of, you know, being a dark horse. Another dark horse, of course, the other L.A. team, the L.A. Clippers. The Kawhi injury, I don't know if he's out for the year or a good part of the year. But, they, of course, they got Paul George. You know, he's probably back in his, I said Indiana days, where he's the guy. Mm-hmm. So, do you think, you know, he can lead them back to the Western Conference Finals and possibly farther without a Kawhi? I think the best chance of the Clippers winning was the bubble. I think since they didn't get it then, um, I don't think it's – I think it'll work out, but I'm not going to say championship. You know, when we first heard Kawhi, Paul George, and I think that was Lou Will was still with them. Oh, yeah, uh, Harold. Yeah, even though they was in the bubble, I was like, okay, they could, they could still get it. But now – because I didn't know Kawhi was hurt. To the point where he might not play at all this year. Yeah, well, you know, know that. well, Grant, I think. I thought his injury, I thought it was like, well, is he really injured or is he, you know how to do with Kawhi for the past couple of years? Is he really injured or he, the team doctor saying this, but his doctor saying this? So I didn't even know that. So that's new news to me. But if Paul George is leading them, maybe, I don't know. They just got to find an identity. It's. It's tricky with them because, you know, Paul George, one day he can look, look like playoff P. The next day, you can look like... Playoff P-E-E. Yeah. Whatever well, Skip Bayless, you know, he got his different names for him. So, Paul George has got to find his groove on a consistent basis. 
keep it in mind it's 82 games. So, yeah. You know, but to the point of where, okay, this stretch right here, we need to lock in, whatever, whatever. Let's act like if Kawhi's not coming back, let's, like, let's act like he's not coming back. Because we can't just sit around and wait on him and be down. To save the day. 15 games behind uh, fifth place and just – Expect him to come back and save us. So yeah, I think I think they're looking at it like as Kawhi's, you know, of course with his history, he's going to take the most time possible. I, I, yeah. I think they're going to plan on him missing a year, but if he comes back sooner than that, it's you know. Then they go to seven games with Dallas. Was yeah, they went seven games with Dallas. Yeah, so. I think seven games with yeah, because they had a wild playoff. Yeah, they beat it'd be Dallas, Utah, then Phoenix. Yeah, yes. no loss to Phoenix. Wasn't it like two seven game series. Was it Utah seven games? I think so, too. Dallas seven games? Yeah. And speaking of Utah, next team, the team Jordan Clarkson actually plays for yeah, Utah man Jazz. Six men of the year, right? Yep, and also former Laker. Laker. <laughs> uh, we're just all over the NBA now. We're just all over the NBA. But, yeah, the Jazz last year, they were the number one seed. I think the first time since, of course, the – no, no, it wasn't the Stockton Malone. The, the year the Warriors beat them. No, 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 they wasn't number one. I think – I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I want to say this is the first time being number one yeah, seed since the Stockton Malone. Yeah, I'm about to say it sounds right. Stockton era. Malone, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I always get the Jazz and Nuggets and them confused. But yeah, of course, I think he's a star. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, of course, fine. you got Rudy Gobert, Jordan Clarkson. Rudy Gobert, the starter of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you think they can repeat as the number one seed? Uh. First guess, I'm going to say no. Not first seed. I'm going to say no. They're just thinking of all the moves and everything that we just discussed briefly. I'm going to say no to first seed, but once again, I feel like they're one of the teams that will be in the mix. Yeah, they've they always been, even like probably the last 10 or 15 years, they're probably the most consistent team. Yeah. Like during, they're they've not been the, playing great. Yeah, they're yeah. not the number one seed always, but they're always flirting around like the four to six seed. Yeah, it's like one of those situations where, okay, you're doing great in the regular season. Now we're here in the playoffs where a team can lock on you for at least four games. Yeah, like they can study your game plans, uh, look at your players, their body movements, uh, figure out what's going on. So in the regular season, they can do great. But like I said, when it's playoff time and it's time to lock in for we know we're going to play you at least four games. Yeah, that's when they need the. Yeah, you're the only team we play for the next yeah. week or so. Yeah, and there's a lot of teams first, a lot of teams and a lot of players first time. You know. Playoff atmosphere, you know, we always said for the past five, six years, okay, cool, playoffs, regular season, but we know it's going to be Cavaliers, Warriors, oh, yeah. Warriors or whoever. So maybe that got a lot to do with it now that teams and players know, okay, we can do great in the regular season and maybe we match up well with a playoff team. We don't got to run into a Golden State or Cleveland like that. You know, you never know inside – Whenever we do get that 30 for 30 on this time period of super teams or whatever, oh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to hear how different players thought. Like how Damian Lillard, you know how they always say, no, I'm staying here. Giannis, I'm staying here. How they feel about different players, you know, linking up and all that. But like I said with Utah, they'll be in the midst, though. Okay, I just love the segues because we're talking about super teams and we're talking about the next team. Quote unquote started a super team dynasty, the Heat back in the day. Not talking about the Heat back then, we're talking about the Heat now. Yeah. We got you no know, fresh, they were the defending Easter Conference champs coming in the last year. They they made to the final surprisingly. I think this past season got knocked out in the first round. I think, yeah, Heat Lakers got knocked out in the first round by, and of course, they were the final teams the previous year. So they're wondering, did the, you know, the short turnaround have an effect on them? We can argue here and yeah, there, but like I said, the Heat. They're always going to be, you know, that gritty team. Mm-hmm. You know, ever, ever since, you know, LeBron and them, they've always been like that grit and grind team. Of course, they got Jimmy Butler. Um, I forgot that guy. What the guy's name? T- Tower, Tower Hero. Hero Duncan Robinson. Robinson. And they got, uh, yeah, Bam. And they got uh, Kyle Lowry in the, not a trade, free agency, I think. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for the past two years, I haven't been keeping up with the heat like that. But I know their team kind of well because on NBA 2K, that's, how, that's my guy got drafted to. Oh. So I kind of <laughs> I know I know how their team operates. <laughs> yeah, but they've been they've been consistent the past few years. They they've been building something down there. You know, the Heat yeah. loves their homegrown talent. Yeah, even though they show up to the games late. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were in the news last year when 
James, I think James Harden wanted to go to the Heat, but they didn't want to trade away Tower Hero. Right. If the rumor's correct. But I think uh I think the Heat, they're a solid team. I can see them as a I can see them as a playoff team. Like I said, we'll get to the playoff teams later, but I can see them as a playoff team. What about you? They can be real dangerous whenever Hero and Robinson are on from three point. That's a dangerous team. Like I see I saw one game, Hero, I think he hit not Hero but Robinson, he hit like six of them or whatever. So when they get that three point going, they real dangerous. Of course, like I said, they gritty. So when they get in that zone, they can make things happen. Eastern Conference, it's not as weak as everybody used to say back in the day. It's, it's gotten stronger over it's the past few years. It's gotten stronger. Definitely gotten stronger. So they'll find their place. Uh, I think my three teams I'll be looking for in terms of switching out rankings or whatever in the East would be probably the Hawks, Knicks, and the Heat. I think they'll be close throughout the year. I think they'll be the teams that'll be constantly, oh, this game, this team is two games back. This game, this team is a half game back. I think they'll be switching out. Probably that fourth, fifth, sixth seed, probably, I'll say. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of surprise teams, too, in the NBA. You got the Hornets, Grizzlies, and the Bulls. They'll be getting a little buzz around them this offseason and shout preseason. Out the, shout out to the Ball family, man. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things like, okay, yeah, Dad, he said what he said. It was just, he was just talking too much. And it, he, yeah. And he, I still don't know how he really convinced the Lakers organization to draft his son. No, to me, to me with that, it's like, no, to, to me with, the, with that, it was like, okay, you know, of course, you know, Lakers are in L.A. You see L.A. is in L.A. It's one of the things, I guess, if you miss on him and let's say he, he becomes – like the next Steve Nash or Chris Paul, you're like, damn, he was right there in your backyard. You didn't get him. Yeah. And I guess they took the safe approach and but drafted I, him. But I said that when he was drafted, I said, look, he can give us a good solid triple double. Not not saying it's going to be a 30 10 10, but it's going to be a good 15. He can give us a good 15 8 6 type of game here and there. But of course, you know, that didn't pan out. The rookie of the year, the younger brother, he had something great. Was didn't Michael Jordan draft him or something? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Hornets, yeah, yeah. So he can, of course, the Hornets still up and coming on the terms of you know the players and everything. The Bulls with that lineup now, yeah, the, they got two former Lakers on their team. I want DeRozan to really you know step up. You know that whole Toronto thing happened. He really hasn't been the same. Yeah, yeah. They can make something happen in Chicago. Yeah, yeah the Bulls they got. A lot of people, I see a lot of people looking forward to seeing them play. Yeah, well, I got Lonzo, DeRozan, Levine. Yeah, I see a lot of people uh, saying that's going to be the sleeper in the East. They had that center, um, Vucevic, I think. Uh, I think Vucevic. And, of course, you know, you got the best free agency pickups. It's LeBron going to Miami and Alex Caruso. Oh, yeah, y'all boy love Caruso. <laughs> and I was like, I was on Twitter. No, you know, when he was on the, uh, the Lakers, people were like, Man, y'all just hyping him. He's on the Lakers. Now he's on the Bulls. You're like, wow, I didn't know this guy was this good. Yeah, he, he, Man, we ain't saying the man is. Uh, you put him in, he's going to do his job. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to play his role. Like, yeah. he's not going to, you know, don't, don't expect to get you 30. It'll yeah. be nice, probably, but yeah, he's, he's going to, you know, basically do his role, do his job. Yeah. Kind of upset that the Lakers, basically, how the story went was uh, Caruso's a, what they call a restricted free agent. Basically, mm-hmm. he could talk to a team, and if they offer him a deal, he could go back to the Lakers, but hey, they offered me this. What y'all got? Yeah. Apparently, the Lakers didn't want to match it. They just let him go. But hey, either way, man, he did. He he provide. He helped provide us a ring. Yeah, well, I think once you're always. I think to me, like once if like once you're on a title team, you're always gonna you know. They're, they're, I'm always gonna be a fan of you, no matter where you go. Yeah, <laughs> Even, Trevor Reza. Yeah, Trevor. Shannon Brown. Yeah, Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma, uh-huh. Metal World Peace, yeah, Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I even say D'Angelo Russell and Clarkson. Yeah, they were building something there, but of course, you know, when you get LeBron, you gotta, yeah, you gotta clean the slate. Y'all here for the time being, but just know, y'all don't get too comfortable here. Yeah, but you know, all of them found they found their niche now. Yeah, you know, like I like I said, they're like y'all got all these players and y'all want them go. Like, yeah, of course when you get LeBron, you know, a lot went from role players to like I said, Clarkson, six man of the year, Ingram, all star, vital role in New Orleans. Yeah, Caruso got a whole entire fan base. Ball on one of the sleepers in the East. So, oh yeah, yeah, and who else you got? 
Randall yeah, and all of them. Randall in New York, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was get to, of course, the two teams. We surprisingly ain't got to in deep conversation yet the the title favorites. We're gonna start off with a title favorite in the East, the Brooklyn Nets. We're gonna go ahead and address the elephant in the room now, since we're talking about the Nets. Yeah. Uh the Kyrie Irving situation. First off, my views of it, and we'll get to Howard's view in a second. My view of it is like we come to the vaccine, just in general, to me it's like it's up to you, you know, whatever you think is best for your health. You think getting it is best for your health. You think not getting it is best for your health. That's cool. That, I assume that's where Kyrie's situation is. But at the same time, the Nets, they're following the state guideline. It's like, hey, you know, you can't come to work unless you got it. So they're just following. The Nets ain't making this rule. They're just yeah. following with the, with the, the, I don't know if the city of New York or the state of New York. I think I've seen people saying uh, it's the New York, it's actually New York or something. But like the, the city or the state? Uh, I want to say this. We're gonna say New York. Yeah, because New York been crazy this whole pandemic. Yeah, basically the state telling them, hey, you know, you can't allow workers to go in order to vaccinate. So they're just following, you know, the state orders. Yeah. So it's kind of tug of war. Like I think I didn't watch Kyrie's Instagram live. Yeah, me neither. But uh, he said he's not pro-vax. He's not anti-vax. He's just what I got from him, he's just pro not being like told what to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what are your opinions on this whole Kyrie situation? Uh, well, you know, me with the vaccine, it's one of those things. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. In terms of, like, when it comes to guidelines and the NBA, he could totally go. Of course, like we said before we start recording, he know it wasn't just a decision where he was like, oh, Kyrie got to take the vaccine. No, I'm not doing it. He thought he thought about it. He thought about it. Don't let, I'm not getting confused about what he's saying. He definitely thought about it in terms of, one, Dang, James Harden, KD then came over here. Now I'm not going to play. I know the feedback. Because let's be honest, ever since he came out and said, yo, I don't want to play with LeBron, <laughs> the media is not going to really try to put him in the brightest of light. It was a huh? Yeah. Was, <laughs> so that alone, he's not going to be put in the brightest of light. So whenever they get a chance to – Kyrie come out, yo, the earth is flat. This man really think the earth is flat. So Kyrie always going to be the subject of just pointing at and whatever. But in terms of the vaccine, man, that's just his decision. His decision. Of course, it's going to hurt his team. But like KD said, I haven't heard from him. Look, we're going to act like he's not here because he's not here. We're not going to just have hopes. If you want to do that, it's your body, bro. Do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But he thought about it like, nothing to lose. This amount, each game, this plus this, subtract this. <laughs> he thought about it. And his agents probably told him, like, yo, you going to you're going to lose some money throughout the season now, so just keep that in mind. But that's his decision, man. You can't bash. Like I said with the vaccine, man, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. I don't chastise nobody for my bad. I ain't chastise nobody for getting it or not getting it. You know. Also, I do agree with him on this point. There is a, I guess you want to say, a loophole within the NBA rules. Yeah. They say, like, of course, like an unvaccinated player on the road team, they can play in New York. Let's say yeah. – the I, think Nets. A, I think it's a New York. Thing. Yeah, New York and Cal- yeah. California. So let's yeah. say the Nets play the Wizards. Bradley Bills kind of – he's not a little Kyrie, but he's like, hey, I'm not getting it. Basically, he can play in Brooklyn, but Kyrie can't. So that's – I agree with him on some part. That's a, yeah. a loophole why they need to fix. Yeah, well, the season about to start. About to say it's, it's an easier way they could have – they could have mandated it. Just be like, okay, if you get it, you play. If you don't, you don't. For every team, no matter what the state says, but I think it's going by. I guess in the state overrides yeah. the NBA. I yeah, think. yeah, since because it's like a world thing. So yeah, it's a business in that state. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think every team state has a different thing, mm-hmm. but mainly New, uh, California, New York are all the mandates. But let's get the on the court stuff. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn Nets, of course, got KD. Possibly Kyrie, we don't know yet. James Harden. Yeah, like he's not there though, because they basically got the 2013 Easter Conference All Star team. Right. With right. them, Blake Griffin. Who else? I think well, Marcus Aldridge said he's coming back after his uh, medical. I totally forgot about. I that. think they. I think he is. Yeah, I forgot Aldridge was. Dang. Yeah, of course, heavy favorite to win the East and the NBA title. I don't know if that was before or after the Kyrie situation. They're still the favorites, in my opinion, with or yeah. without Kyrie. So, yeah, I agree. As you know, of course, and the Wizards know, they got eliminated after a very great series with the Bucks. Of course, injuries played a role in that. Mm-hmm. But now, assumingly the Nets are fully healthy, what are their chances? Like you said, man, I believe they're the favorites. Even though 
<laughs> I ain't even talking about Kyrie. James Harden, still. Just got to show me something, man, when it's time. That first round, you do all this dancing, get the fouls, shoot about 30 free throws. That's cool. Second round, do the same. That's cool. Conference finals. <laughs> Game one, you do what you do. After that, disappear. Like, what's going on? He played decent this time around, but he just still got to show me. Get over that hump, man. I, that's my challenge for him. Get over that hump. Milwaukee, Giannis, they shut me up last year. I'm looking forward from James Harden this year. KD, of course, he's not disqualified for uh, being subject, but he's going to do what he got to do. You oh, know, yeah, KD. If KD mess up, you're going to be like, okay, well, I think it wasn't like the last shot. Yeah, he missed the last second shot. Yeah, like that happens, but he's not scared of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's not scared of it. So, James Harden, I think that's the key, especially with Kyrie being out. That's the key to the next uh, success in the uh, playoffs, James Harden. Regular season, we know what's going to happen. Playoffs, James Harden still is going on about four years now. Yeah, speaking of James Harden and free throws, you know the NBA took the rule out of like, you know how some people, who say Steph, James Harden, Trey Young, when they shoot the three, they kind of lean into the defender. Yeah, they didn't yeah. took that out now. So yeah, same thing like how with the defenders when they try to block, not defenders, but the defenders and the shooter when they in the air and they try to make the foot go, like kick their leg yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah, so they yeah, they glad. took that rule out. So James Harden will go from shooting, but that still that one rule still in when he had the ball up here and he the defender reaching, he just. Oh yeah, that yeah, rule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually the only Lakers game I saw in LA where they played the Rockets. Of course, they had Chris Paul. This is the year before LeBron got there, so they had Ball, Kuzma, Ingram. None of them ain't played, but Ingram. But uh, it was the game. You remember that game where uh, the Lakers they had a G League player who's like a substitute teacher, and they came in dropped yeah. like thirty. That was the game yeah. I was at. Okay. And uh, and like <laughs> I was watching James Harden do this bullshit. I'm like. Oh, you gotta be kidding me, man! Yeah, like watching it on TV yeah. doesn't do it just. You gotta see it live. Like James Harden literally just bump it to the the center and just throw the ball up nowhere close to the rim, and it is burp, burp, too hard. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, but I think the Nets obviously favorites with or without Kyrie. You got two top five players, top ten players. How you want to debate about it? They got two of the top players in the NBA. They got the role players. They got the coach. Yeah. Or coaching. Shout out to Steve Nash, too. He did, he did a great job at his first year. Oh, yeah. A lot of people criticize. They're like, damn, you'll give this to a coach. Yeah. You know, a, a coach with no experience. But, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure they ain't going to say no. They offer him the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And now, finally, to the team, we like talking about our favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Of course, had a very busy offseason. <laughs> say the least. Yeah, to say the <laughs> least. Um, You know, you cut it on now. We're, we're at the point of year where it's always LeBron, Cowboys, or Tom Brady on your multitude of sports platforms. So, Tyler, my good friend, what do you expect of the Lakers this season? A lot of uh, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the phrase they use? Not getting to know each other. Let's say chemistry building. Let's say that a lot of that is going to happen. I want to say. By the time All-Star break comes, I say this almost every year about the Lakers. By the time All-Star break, I'm going to have at least some hope of, okay, second half, we tighten up everything, and by the time the playoffs come, we'll be ready. But, like we always state, man, uh, age has no uh, – father time is undefeated. That's the phrase we use. And, yeah, we picked up a lot of great players, but a lot of those guys are up in age. Of course, the main one, LeBron. Carmelo, Ariza, Westbrook still do Westbrook, but like I said, man, jumping and all that, it comes with the price sometimes. So, Anthony Davis, he has to stay healthy. Oh, yeah. I think that's the key, one of the biggest keys. Of course, we saw in the playoffs last year. That's one of the biggest keys for the Lakers. Uh, I think the hardest thing about being a Lakers fan this year is going to be being a Lakers fan. A Lakers fan. (laughs) A Lakers fan, not a Lakers fan by the way of LeBron, by the way of AD, by the way of Westbrook, by the way of Melo. You've been there since the dark days. Yeah, like a true Lakers fan. And I said it when everything was going down. It's going to be situations where you're going to have LeBron fans arguing with Westbrook fans. 
Carmelo fans wanted him to have more minutes. And it's going to be a lot of that going on. And us Lakers fans are going to just be like, okay, here y'all go. Y'all just relax. Yeah, can we think about it? We can get on Twitter. Basically, everybody want to be the GM of the Lakers. Everybody. And most of them aren't Laker fans. They're like, of course, you know, oh, I, I like LeBron, so I root for them. I like, they said, Westbrook, AD, yeah. Carmelo. Like, like to me, when they when the Lakers got Westbrook, I was like, oh, okay. So what was your opinion yeah, about them getting Westbrook? And I feel like if that would have happened, like, years ago, we would have been like, oh, we got Westbrook. But now it's just like, like you said, like, okay. <laughs> it's okay. like, I don't know if because we just won a championship. Maybe that's what it is. Part, we I'm, haven't won a championship since, what, 2011, 2010? Yeah, 2010-11, yeah. So... Getting that championship then, no matter if it's in a bubble or what, I think we was all oh, okay. At least we got a ring recently. Yeah, well, to me it was like it ain't like we still chasing. Like of course we still chasing a ring, but it's not like we were just chasing like that ten year drought yeah, or nothing like that. They're trying to maximize LeBron's time there. Exactly. That's what exactly. that's, that's, that's how we get all these moves. And that's how the and that's just how the game is nowadays. Like okay, you guys got a better team than what I'm at now. You want me for more money? Oh, of course I'm coming over there. It's not like a Loyalty is not loyalty to a team, to a home state, hometown. That's oblivious at this point. Yeah, like we're still hoping for Giannis and Dame and all that, but we know, like I said, we can get an alert on our phone from ESPN breaking news. And you'd be like, "What?" So yeah, to me, I think Giannis and Steph are probably the only two players in this generation that probably go stay with one team their whole career. Yeah, yeah, and it's up to the. Like I said, the GMs and everybody to make get get you the pieces that you need. Yeah, but I, I basically on the lines of you. Yes, we're I say a little long in the tooth. Yeah, but I feel like we do got. Uh, to me, y'all gonna have that comfort feeling. Does you either whatever combination there it is, y'all gonna have LeBron, AD, and Westbrook on the court. And yeah. anyway, sometimes Cal Melo in there is too. I think Melo should come off the bench. That's just me. Yeah, yeah I've been saying that because you don't want to put yeah. all your stars out there, all your firepower out there. Then when they get out. Yeah, I've been saying that. And I, I see we got hope for our young guys. I'm not sure. We got some. Uh, not a, no, up to date. Of course, when the season started, that's when I really locked in. I wasn't going crazy over the preseason. Like, you know, like you said, the debate shows and uh-huh. all that. It's the preseason. I, we got a full 82-game season left. So, I'm more interested in that. But it's going to be times where we watch the games and it's going to look a little sloppy because we got so many different types of players. Oh, yeah. And different players like to get in different spots on the court. Um, I don't need Westbrook to go three-point crazy. Of course, he's going to get his triple-doubles. I don't need him to force a triple-double. Yeah, I don't think... He's not going to average triple-double this year. Yeah, he doesn't I think... to force it. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. You don't need... I'm not a stat guy. Like, of course, it's a huge milestone he's been able to accomplish, but we can say some of those were probably just uh, end of the game type of things. Uh, I forgot what's the phrase, what they call it, when you just getting yards just to get Like yards. garbage time? Garbage time. But he get it. Like, if he give me a good 30, but not on 30 attempts. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me 30. If he give me 30, I love it. But don't give me 30 on 30 attempts. Like, get go to the free throw line, get something from there. Like, yeah, I think uh, – you don't need to be so <laughs> fast-paced. You got LeBron, now you got AD. Of course, like I said, LeBron, AD, I feel like they'll be the the safety net for us because, they, of course, they've been there. They're good friends. They know how the system is played. Ariza, he's going to do what he does. Melo off the bench. It's just about getting it all, putting it all together. That's the toughest part. Yeah, I want to say that I think they had to talk. I don't know how this, was ta- this wasn't tampering, but <laughs> – I feel like they had to talk. It was like, hey, you know, Russ, you know, when you come here, you're not going to get a triple-double every yeah. game. You might get one one every 10 games. Yeah. But I think uh, it's like you got to give up the order to get because, you know, LeBron and AD, they tasted the championship. Mm-hmm. Westbrook is still trying to chase that – trying to not ch- taste, trying to chase that feeling. So I feel like he's going to give up just a little more. There's yeah. going to be nice for Westbrook's feeling it, and he's going to get his triple-double. But it's- And I think he's way more confident in doing that with the Lakers than he has been with his past teams. Like, he know he has a LeBron, an AD. Like, oh, yeah. Compared to somebody else that – Like, who's on the Wizards or yeah, the Thunder. Yeah, like, you know you got a, a great safety net behind you. You don't got to go crazy every game. Even though Westbrook is going to play a 1,000 miles per hour regardless, he knows, okay, I got some guys on this team that – I can sit back here and there, or I can 
pass them the ball and let them run the offense. I can just play my game and possibly, you know what I'm saying, instead of pulling up mid-range, I can just move around without the ball and, you know, have an open shot. So, You know, also I think the biggest key, I, to me, is Anthony Davis' health. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. to me, I don't count – knick-knack injuries, let's say he missed a game here, missed a game yeah. here. To me, like, last year Stretch. was a yeah. – well, he missed, like, a week or a month. That's mm-hmm. when I get a little, you know, this little nerve-wracking. Yeah, but we all know Anthony Davis healthy top ten player. Yeah. I feel like LeBron is slowly passing him the reins. Yeah. I think last year was supposed to be that year. Of course, injuries. But I think this year he's going to slowly pass him the reins. I think Anthony Davis – Healthy has been the the leading scorer on the team. Mm-hmm. And LeBron just slowly, you know, he just you – know, he'll, he'll come with it. Okay, AD, you ain't got it. I'll take it over, you know. And, and that was the biggest thing for the Knicks last year. I think they were selling to play like eight games or something like that. Yeah, with like with Kyrie. all three of them yeah. uh, together. So, so, you got to have that chemistry. That's one of the biggest things in sports, period, chemistry. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers, they, they, they got some, like I said, besides the big Westbrook pick, they got Carmelo, Dwight Howard. I actually, on the court – I like the Lakers got back Howard. I think that too, but I think Dwight just he just has a breath of fresh air now that he got him a ring. I think that oh. ring gave a lot of people like a lot of people was like, oh, finally. I <laughs> and I think Dwight he he tries that bully role, but it doesn't work. Yeah, a lot. Because like, sometimes you're like, well, you like found Dwight. What do he do? And you look at him like, come on, man. Yeah. And they got a. I wish they would have kept Harold. That's my opinion, but I think there's some reports saying he like the way he was used yeah, and I all saw, that stuff. Well, so that was my thing throughout, throughout this series. I was like, man, why is Harold on the bench? And of course, uh, you know, I had expectations of Kyle Kuzma being like, you know, of course, when you're on the team with AD and LeBron, you're not going to be the star, but at least be a a good third, you know, good third third wheel, third person, whatever you want to do it, but. Hey, maybe he's on the Wizards. Maybe, you know, he, he can blossom like the other former Wakers we mentioned yeah. throughout this episode. But, yeah, that's supposedly supposed to be the finals matchup. Now we're going on to the postseason. Of course, you know, the biggest award, MVP. So, Tyler, who do you think is taking home the MVP award? I'm going to go most valuable player. I'm going to go Steph Curry. Okay, okay. I'm going to uh, give you okay, a recent history lesson on the podcast. The last two times I did the NBA preview, the my MVP pick got hurt that year. I think first time I did it was Steph Curry. He broke his hand. Last year, it was KD. He got hurt. And this year, you know, hopefully third time to try to get this right. <laughs> hopefully they make it through the season healthy. Yeah. Because I wanted to pick this guy last year, but I saw KD play a couple games. Oh, he looks pretty good. Let me switch my pick to KD. But this year... You got Steph Curry. I'm picking Luka Doncic, MVP. I think he's like second favorite, third favorite odds. But I think, of course, you know, logically thinking, if you're on a, t- a super team, quote unquote, they cancel each other out. LeBron, AD, KD, James Harden. Um, how you feel about that though? How they? I feel like we was growing up, even in football, basketball, the MVP award. They're like, oh, well, this person is the most valuable player to yeah, this team. I was, with like, the, I was with MVP is like, you take that person away, how the team would do. Okay. Usually now okay. it's if you're on a good team, like top two record in the in that league, and you're the best player, that's how they usually pass it out. This year was like an anomaly because everybody got hurt. Yeah. But I feel like it should be the best player, not on the best team, but your team is making noise. Even though you can say, okay, let's say Luca. Is doing great for Dallas. Dallas in playoff contention. They in the mix. You have Steph over here going crazy, whatever. Same thing with Golden State. So do you look at, okay, with Luka averaging 35, Steph averaging 28, Luka averaging 35, 13, and 8. Steph averaging 28, 5, and 6. Yeah, because people have. It's like so many ways you can look at it. It's like. But I know I feel like back then it was just more of a clear cut. This person is the best player in the league, like clear cut. And you can say a lot of people got robbed of MVPs throughout the years and everything. And favorite, not favoritism, but the Steve Nash back to back. Oh yeah, you can make an argument about Shaq and everything. And yeah. There's a lot of things that play into it. A lot of things. But I just wanted to get your opinion on. That's it. Yeah, yeah, because even Steph was getting MVP well last year. People were like, well, his team's like in ninth place. But yeah, yeah. but without Steph Curry, there that's a lottery team. That was 
was nuts that he got the uh, what what year it was he got undeniable MVP or something. unanimous MVP unanimous. like everybody yeah. voted for him <laughs> yeah but you got stuff I have Luca I just thought about Luca who said he doesn't have what was supposed to be uh I was about to say Christian McCaffrey that's a different sport uh Chris Stapps Porzingis he's been up and down since he's been to Dallas but I think Luca's gonna get the 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 attention because he, he plays in Dallas. I think I think it's one of the bigger markets. He's gonna be on TV a lot, you know, like in the prime time, saying that seven to eight o'clock. Yeah, his stats are up there. I think Luca's gonna yeah, hopefully third time the charm. Luca Luca Doncic MVP. I'm drinking that Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. Next up, playoff teams. Of course, you know, not counting the playing games. Like who you think are gonna be the playoff teams in the East? East. So Just, that's eight, right? Yeah. Got Milwaukee. It don't, don't got to be in particular order. Just yeah. the eight teams you think. Milwaukee, Brooklyn. I'm going to throw the Hawks in there. Let me look at this real quick. Real quick, real quick. I'm going to throw the Bulls in there. Uh, I'll throw... I'll throw... I'm going to throw Toronto in there. Oh. I'll throw Toronto in there. Did I say the Knicks? I'll throw the Knicks in there. And uh, I'm not sure how many of that is. I lost count to be honest. I throw Miami in there too. Okay, so we got your eight teams. My eight teams, pretty same for the most part. I got Nets, Bucks, like I said, no particular order. Nets, Bucks, Celtics, Hawks, Knicks. Hold up, my list is wrong. Wait, Nets, Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Hawks, Knicks. Okay, okay, I got Nets, Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Hawks, Knicks, Heat. I got the Hornets running down. I'm in to put the Bulls. That's how it shows <laughs> how deep the East is now. So, yeah. Bulls. So, those are my eight playoff teams for the East. Now, let's move on to the West. Who do you think your Western Conference playoff teams are going to be? I got Denver. got Dallas. got Utah. got the Lakers. got the Suns. Got Portland, Clippers, and I think that's seven. I throw Golden State in there too. Okay, I think we have basically same list for the most part, of course. Yeah, because the teams I'm looking at now that I don't have, I love to see Memphis come up. Oh yeah, I love to see that. But I mean, Sacramento, of course not. Minnesota, they just fell to outside looking in. Say Phoenix, San Antonio. I think we just count down the days till we hear about they coach retiring oh. eventually. Like I said, I want Memphis to be in the midst. OKC, of course not. Houston, of course not. Uh, New Orleans, they can make some noise, but I mean, that young core. Yeah, what you think? I th- I, yeah, we didn't talk about New Orleans. What do you think of whole Zion situation? What, what's, what's going on? It's I not. Like, I didn't see. I well, saw a little something. Well, he's going to miss. A good the beginning of the season. Okay. Don't know how. Yeah, don't know yeah, how yeah. much is that. Let's say let's, let's say three weeks to a month. But yeah. basically, there were some rumblings last year that he was unhappy with the Pelican organization. Like basically saying, that just, I think that just from you saying that, Paul, I think that just him being young and probably expecting more than what. Yeah, you know, exactly. coming from Duke and being the most. Yeah. Followed high school athlete yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides LeBron, of course. Just, but. just that ego. That's not, I think that's what it is. Just that ego. It's like, fam, you just got here. Yeah. <laughs> also, also to me, like, you know, he's young. He's seen players his age in the playoffs. He see Ja. He see Luka. He see Trey Young. Yeah. He see his teammate, RJ Barrett. Granted, he's not the star the Knicks, but he's on the playoff team. Yeah. I think that, too, seeing your peers, people you were drafted with, are around the same age as you, but, you know, uh, doing big things. But uh, I was, I don't know if this has anything to do with his situation, but I was watching Baron Davis on All the Smoke. Uh-huh. And he was talking about their organization. Of course, Anthony Davis was talking about their organization. So maybe something deeper that we've yet to hear more about because I heard several players that play for their organization talk about their organization. So maybe it's something that, I think Baron Davis, like, one day he just woke up and his face was all over billboards and everything. He was just like, yo, what's going on? Yeah, also, a, also, uh, I think Zion can be a good player. I think MVP, I don't know about that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But because uh, some people are like, like what he, like what he's going to play? Is he a center? Not a center. Is he a, is he a forward? Power forward? Is he a center? Like, what you going to put him at? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, granted, he's been, I won't say injury, he had a couple injuries so far. Yeah. I think first year, it's his third year now in the league. Yeah, first year, uh, he missed like the, the first half of the season. Then mm-hmm. I think last year he was healthy for the most part. And of course, this year he's going to miss the beginning of the season with a foot injury. But yeah, I think Zion, I think he has, he's, he's going to be good, but not like, you know, a LeBron level ish type player. Yeah. Yet, you know, things could change, you know, 10, 15, no, five, 10 years down the road. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, uh, sticking with the postseason, your NBA finals matchup. Of course, everybody has a Lakers Nets. I want to do something different besides. Lakers, Nets, who you think your finals is going to be? Let's go. Not Lakers, Nets. What do I want to see? <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, ooh, it's tough, 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 tough. Not Lakers or the Nets. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't really think about that. Because apparently, apparently it's set in stone. It's going to be them two. Because ratings-wise, I don't want to see Denver or Utah, honestly. Oh. <laughs> I really don't want to see Denver or Utah. I'm tired of seeing Golden State. <laughs> no, we, we had a little two-year break. We had a break. We had a break. We had a break. But um, from the East, let's say, let's say we can't get the Nets. I'd like to see Milwaukee go back. Okay. I like to see Milwaukee go back. And uh definitely want to see a rematch. <laughs> uh let's say let's say Milwaukee, Utah. Milwaukee, Utah. Let's say Milwaukee, Utah. I don't know what the range gonna be for that, but yeah. that'll be certainly certainly different. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, we're we're That's what I like though. I like the fact that these uh the the towns and the states that's not the Houston's and the LA, your smaller markets, the smaller market. I like that. That's that's what everybody was so mad about years ago. Like we always getting Golden State, Cleveland. We always getting Miami Heat, San Antonio. Well, technically, uh, Cleveland is a small market. Yeah, so, so. we we getting. I'm saying we getting the matchups where it's not so much the same thing over and over. Because my thing, you go back to the '80s. It was, 80s, it was Lakers Celtics every year. Eighties <laughs> to now, it's always been the same team, just re, like rotating. Except for Detroit, Detroit, Dallas. Your little uh, anomaly years. Yeah, Detroit, Dallas, Milwaukee right now. But other than that, it's always been Lakers, Celtics, the Rockets, of course the Bulls, San Antonio, the Heat, Golden State. Like we've always had the same. So I like for it to switch up a little bit. Yeah, like, I think. Uh, they had a stat last year for this past NBA final. It was like the first finals in like 20 years that didn't have Kobe, LeBron, Steph, or Dwayne Wade. Tim Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's also another stat. I think they said for the past 30 finals, you could always get one teammate. You could always track them back to being teammates with Shaq at one point in time. This year, they, that, that streak was broken too. Dang. Yeah, but you have Utah Bucks. I'm, I'm with you halfway on that. Uh, I think – you know, without or uh, picking the non Lakers Nets finals, I would say the Bucks and mm, yeah, that Western is it's tough. I, you know what, my pick last year, uh, go you know, of course going to the playoffs. You know, everybody wanted Lakers Nets. Mm-hmm. Now, let me do a non Lakers Nets one. Last year I had Nuggets Bucks. That was before Jamal Murray got hurt. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna stick with that pick. Nuggets Bucks for our NBA Finals. So our two NBA Finals matchups probably be the lowest <laughs> ratings wise. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, if you watch the game, if you're a, uh, yeah, uh, if you watch the game, I think you'll enjoy that Finals. But speaking of a possible Lakers Nets title matchup, imagine how many storylines going into that game. Oh That's gonna be like keeping up with the Kardashian drama. I wouldn't dare. Be at work if I work for ESPN or Fox. <laughs> you have LeBron versus KD. You got KD and Russ. You got Kyrie and LeBron. Harden and Harden and uh, Harden and Russ. Harden and Durant versus Russ. Yeah, you got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get so many stories. Anthony Davis is gonna be sitting there. Yeah, just like oh okay, they don't want to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, you know, I well. Lakers Nets will be will be a great finals. Yeah. No, no lie. Probably that's a long season, man. That's one thing about the NBA. You can 
it was a time period where you can probably chop up, okay, this team is definitely going to be in the finals regarding how many injuries. But nowadays, man, I like it like this. It's no clear cut, even with Lakers next. Yeah, it's because you – I don't think that's a cause the automatic gap- – Remember in the East when LeBron was there with the Heat and the uh, the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. his second go round. It was always the Cavs or the Heat. There's a huge drop off to yeah. the second best team. Mm-hmm. Even in the West, it was Warriors, but the drop off wasn't that big. But it was still a big difference between yeah. the Rockets had several chances. Yeah, <laughs> but now I say within the past two three years, you could pick three or four teams at the East Conference. But I can see them uh, getting to the finals. Yeah, making some noise. Like I said, when it comes down, man, you can have a great regular season. But when it comes to that playoffs, when the team knows they can scheme on you for four games. Oh, yeah. Like, you're our only, yeah. our only uh, opponent for the next two weeks, possibly. Easily. So. And then, you know, last year, we we know that injuries play a big role in, you know, the, the bigger things. You could say, oh, if AD was healthy for the Lakers, they could have did this, that, and that. You could mm-hmm. say, hey, if uh, Kawhi didn't get hurt, they could be doing this. Jamal Murray didn't get hurt if uh, – the Nets were healthy if – I would say MB was healthy. He was healthy for the most part. If Ben yeah. Simmons ain't passed that damn ball, yeah. you know, what could have been. But, yeah. I think I, that's probably my number one storyline going into the year, Ben Simmons. I just <laughs> – Well, on court. I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. How are you not shooting at all? It was Trey Young on him, too. If it was like <laughs> Clint Capella trying to go for the blocker, John Collins, okay, I would have. Okay, I can see you passing the ball. You, li- you literally like holding yourself back. Well, like, Trey Young is quote unquote 6'1. <laughs> you just really holding yourself back, man. It's like, yeah, I think that's part of the biggest lie in the NBA is Trey Young's height. That man ain't no damn 6'1. <laughs> we, we know that. He, he ain't 6'1. With shoes on, probably he's 6'1, but he's probably, I'm going to be nice to say 5'11. Yeah, I, I think. I think Trey. Great player. I, well, I like watching him play. I think he's going to be the villain. Not the villain of the league, but I think a lot of away arenas are going to try to get to him. But he likes that, though. Oh, yeah. He he, like, he was on, uh, what was he, Raw or SmackDown? Yeah. In Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I was like. I like that energy. We've been, we've been missing that energy. Like, like the, the villain court. of the NBA. Yeah. Well, granted, LeBron was it when he went to Miami. KD was it when he went to uh yeah, but that was obvious reasons. But when you just a player that when you make a big shot and you tell everybody to shut up and you like they're like, oh no, you in our building, you shut up, and you go from that in the playoffs. That's what I was talking. I'm, I'm not saying okay, yeah, you went to the most dominant team or you created a dominant team. I'm saying you just a guy who coming to another opponent arena and just the Warriors were kind of like that too. But you know, Steph ain't he? He showed both, but he's not like the. I think people was like more his wife than it was him because his wife was tweeting. The oh, they get NBA's rig. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, you don't see stuff. You know, if he hits a big shot, he's like you know pointing at the crowd. He's not. He's not that kind of guy. He, he shimmies and stuff. But yeah, yeah he'll, but, dance. he'll dance on you. Yeah, he's not. He's not the guy that like taunt like the opposing. Yeah. you know, bench or nothing. He yeah, he he'll, he'll taunt like in general, uh, but he's not gonna be directed at the fan. But yeah, but. I think we're we have a pretty good NBA season. We're gonna go back, maybe do a, a midseason podcast or a playoff podcast, and just look back at these results that we talked about for the past hour or so. But uh, yeah, Tyler, thanks again for gracing us with your presence and being an awesome guest. Like I said, special bonus episode. I didn't put out an episode last week. Like always, thank you for all the support y'all give to the podcast, and we will see y'all next time.